Live from downtown Boogertown, it's Three Hillbillies on a Couch with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, and Buford, three of the hillbillies in the holler. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. All right, welcome back to downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. And I'm Biggins. And I'm Beulah Dean. Yes, that's right. My <laughs> missus is with us today. Boo Boo is still on assignment, so we are hanging out with my wife. But today, we <coughs> want to get to know our buddy Biggins a little bit more. So, Biggins, tell us about you, your childhood. You born in where? Oh, Lord. Well, I was born in uh, Etowah County, Alabama, at uh, Gaston Regional. Was the name of the hospital? Alabama. Uh, yep. Well, we won't hold that again. North <laughs> Alabama. Absolutely loved it. Uh, <laughs> there, I, I, you hear a lot of people talk about a childhood, and, and I don't understand theirs. You know, I really don't. I had a big family. Uh, we loved one another. We, we it, it was just something to do all the time. When, when uh, people talk about having a lonely childhood, you're like, I didn't know that. <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't <laughs> know that? about a lonely childhood. Because on top of that, there was like, I guess you would call it a community we lived, you know, out there in the valley where we lived at. There was probably six other families that everybody had a, a child about the same age as one of us. You always had mm-hmm. a playmate. Yeah. So we was... There'd be 20, 25 of us roaming the woods, you know, <laughs> playing war and all kind of stuff out there. Dude. Dirt clod wars. Yeah. Oh, oh, I broke my brother's neck with that one oh, time. Lord. I picked one up about that big around, and I just hurled it up in the air. And when I did, he stuck his head up, and it hit him right on top of the head and shortened <laughs> his wheelbase about two inches. Head <laughs> For those of y'all, not, you guys yeah. can't see what he's saying, but he held his hands out about the size of a basketball. <laughs> So I guess I'm a girl. What is a dirt wad? Dirt clod war. That's where you you go throwing dirt clods. That's just what it says. Yeah, yeah, on Daddy Plow's field, Uh field, rolling off a plow would be a big old clod. Okay. You know. Some of them are as big as a baseball. That's a weapon. Yeah, Yeah, you throw them at one another. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we used to try to kill each other a lot of ways. (laughs) Well, now, Beulah Dean knows about them boy things just because she had two older brothers and a bunch of cousins. And, you know, she and I talked about that, about working hay. Because I grew up, you know, we were in the cattle business and, and you know, we, we and I, I have hay fever, horrible. I take allergy shots now, but man, as a kid, if I rolled down a hill covered in grass, I was covered in hives. And when it came time to work hay, I just got out there and worked it and snotted and snorted and covered in hives, but there wasn't nothing else to do, but you just had to do it, you know? I think every kid should spend at least one summer Chunking hay bales. Oh, absolutely. Our our second hey. to youngest boy's got a real weak stomach. Yeah. Hey. About everything. And I said, son, I'm going to send you to your uncle's house, and I'm going to let you muck stalls for the summer. Because you shovel some horse <laughs> manure for a week. I'll fix that right up. Kids today couldn't do that. It's crazy. They, the they stuff we done. had to do. Yeah. What about corn cob battles? <laughs> right now? Yeah. And stand there and feed where you feed at and bring corn. You yeah. just drop the corn down and all that mess and everything right. else. Go out there later and get them and you can pop them open. And they wouldn't be about that long, mm-hmm. you know, a couple inches long in. And you can hold them and plant. And when they hit, they'd leave a welt. Oh, I grew up on a farm, but I never uh, played any of that and stuff. We, did, <laughs> we smoked them, too. 
Yeah, yeah, the smoking corn sale gig, some corn sale gig. Yeah. Some tater pills. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many siblings do you have? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> there's 13 of us. Woo. 13. And, and what number are you? Yeah, 12. Oh, gosh. Second to the youngest. Second. I'm actually youngest. Wow. And, yeah. and my little brother, uh, well, my younger brother, because my younger brother is about six foot six he's and goes little. about four hundred. Yeah, I've met him. He's a big old <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, we call you Biggins, but yeah. he's bigger than us. <laughs> yeah. Bigger than Biggins? You believe he grew about a foot over the summer? Really? I mean, I mean serious, in all honestly, Which over summer? a summer. Oh, over a summer. Yeah, I, over not a summer. this summer, because no, he's grown man now. He grew about a foot. I can't imagine. And, uh, he just shot straight up. Oh, and, uh, he'd have to have new britches every week. Did you? Ever at one time, all thirteen of y'all live in the same house. The no, same we never all lived in there at one time. But uh, uh, now, I guess the time of, you came along, the older ones were gone. Well, yeah, uh, that it to living in the house at one time was Carrie, Kelly, William, Keith, me, and Jason. So six. Then there, yeah. Wow. Now that would be living in the house at one time. Wow. Then there. How do you yeah. feed that? Many well, because your your father just passed away this year, and he was ninety. He was ninety years old. Ninety years yep. old, yep. and you're forty. I'm forty five. Five. So yep. yeah, you was half his age. Yeah. So time you came along, he was forty five, and some of yeah. his kids was already grown because I I was a grandfather by the time yeah. I was forty five. Yep. Yeah. 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 Now I have a. Let's see here. I have two nieces and a nephew that's older than me, mm-hmm. and then I have. A niece that's the same age as I am. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Now, all 13 of you aren't with the same mom and dad. It's a little hers, no, his, and no, together. No, we're not. Uh, my mama was never with anybody but my daddy. Oh, wow. And daddy had the, so he the had kids. A, yeah. Oh, okay. My dad had the kids for then. Yep. She mom and dad was. Kids to, already yeah. They was together from the time mama was, I think, 22 or 23. Wow. So all 13 was just the same parents? No. Uh, no. Oh, she no, didn't uh, have any. No. Uh, uh, my dad is 21 years older than mama. Oh, okay. And, so he had yeah. the kids. Yeah. So she was 22 whatever. my daddy was 40. I got you. He was 40. So how many did they have? Your mother and uh, your Me and Jake. So just two. Yep. So he had, yep. he so had you, 10 others. You've got one... One full brother. Tr- full brother. Right, but we never, we, we have never said that. No, no and that's, well, that's the way we are. We got eight that. kids and they're yeah. all, all kinds of, all yeah. over the spectrum. Yeah. But we say we're like that movie Lilo and Stitch. It's all about Ohana. You know, your, your family is not just people you're blood related to or full blood related to. It's just everybody in your family that's, that's mm-hmm. part of who you are. You're part of my family, you know. Yeah. So and your we mother, no blood. your mother married a man who had 10 children. Already, she come into <laughs> mama come into it. Okay, uh, with some of the older ones, uh, the Diane, Vicky, Sheila, and all them, I never even met them till I was 12 or 13 years old. Oh. Hadn't there, they wasn't around. Uh, the actual ones that was with daddy one time was uh, Carrie, I say it was Carrie, Willie, Kelly, and Keith. So was those four? Yeah, was those four. Was four. Mama was actually the babysitter, <laughs> and uh, well, she's the one that wanted to babysit. And there, my dad's legs was broke up, and then he was trying to work and stuff too. And it was like a duplex house, and Daddy lived here, and my uncle lived on the other side, Mama's brother. So there, she was coming down, going to college, 
So she got out there with the kids and would play with the kids all the time. And then the kids wanted to take mama to the movies and stuff. You know, I was talking yeah. about going to the movies and stuff with them. Well, before long, they wanted mama to come home with daddy, you know, oh. there. And so they got him. But uh, my mom said she fell in love with my dad. That, uh, man worked out hard to take care of family and everything. She said she knew she'd be all right. Well, you talk about what a good man your daddy was. And, and I never got the chance to meet him. I wish I had. But, but you tell a story about him that's funny, but it also just talks about what a great daddy he was. And that's the yellow jacket story. <laughs> oh, I have to hear the yellow jacket story. Tell tell Dean the yellow jacket story. <laughs> well, he was uh, well, he was trimming trees and stuff one day, and I don't know if y'all know this or not. A lot of people don't believe it, but yellow jackets are in the ground. Yeah, they're in the tree. They're yeah, in the they're in the ground. Mm-hmm. And we're standing around. We're all out there working, and my daddy steps on a yellow jacket nest. Oh gosh! And it is pop. You can hear them popping the bottom of that leather sole. Everything and we all just stopped standing around. And I was a kid, kid down there with him. And daddy just takes that deep breath and sighs. He says, All right, boys, y'all let out run into the house. Sat in there, and they was all going, What's the matter, daddy? What's the matter? He said, I'm standing on the other jacket nets, and y'all take off running up to the house. And we all took off running, you uh-huh. know, good way to We turn around, we're looking, waiting. You see, daddy sigh about two big old times taking them breath. He straightened his hat down, ripped it, digs that other foot in. He takes off running back <laughs> as a kid. As soon as he took off, they eat him so, alive. They was up around his head and everything else. It was gone. He, he, he waited. He waited till we was all gone. He waited till his youngins were in. I can visualize him taking the breath. Like, okay, I gotta do this. Here we go. <sighs> okay. Uh, but he waited till his youngins were safe. That's a good, that is a good, man. good daddy right there. No God bless you. Hey, my daddy was absolutely mate. Now, if y'all can understand the kind of background I'm talking about coming from, and my dad never missed a day of work. Daddy would not miss work for nothing, you know. And uh, all the boys is that way too. And except for me, I screwed off a bunch, <laughs> you know. But then when I did straighten out and went to where I was wide open, I worked all the time. And uh, when I turned and wanted to start doing the comedy and doing things, I was honestly worried because later on my dad was my best friend and he's always been my hero i tell everybody he ranked between god and john wayne you know but i thought my daddy would maybe not be embarrassed of me but be you know disappointed disappointed yeah that's it because i wasn't on a a real job you know i wasn't doing this that the other well no i know exactly what you're talking about because when I announced to my family I was going into the entertainment business, they thought I'd lost my mind. Mm. Nobody in my family had ever done anything like that. Uh. And they weren't sure about it. And my daddy told me I had to go to college and get a degree so I had something to fall back on. So I got a degree in medieval literature. <laughs> <laughs> Take that right. Fall back on that. <laughs> but um but I uh but I you know I knew this was what I was going to do. And my older brother once sat down with me and he said, well, I know a lot of people make their living doing this, but what makes you think you're going to be one of the ones that can do it? And I said, well, because I'm going to, and I have for the last 30 years and you know, mm-hmm. I showed them, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Now at this point, my parents are still living there in their, uh, my daddy's in his eighties. Mom's about to be in her eighties, but they're, they're my biggest fans now. Uh, and it was yeah. actually it was after I got on the Statler Brothers television show, which they had been <laughs> they'd been fans of the Statler Brothers when that my parents saw them on their first tour when they were opening for Johnny Car, uh, Johnny Cash 
back in 1960. And so they've been fans of the Sattler Brothers for years. And when I got on their television show back in 1997, <coughs> son, that was it. I'd arrived at that point. And then I opened for uh, uh, Boots Randolph, which was my dad's favorite entertainer. And my dad's sitting on the front row just beaming watching me open for Boots Randolph. <laughs> and so at that point, you know, the the the, the fear of, of disappointing him and shaming him was gone because I had become their, their, their favorite entertainer. But uh, – but I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, let's take a real quick break for a word from our sponsor, BigfootSearchGear.com, and we'll be right back after this. Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains, as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. Free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back. So, we're getting to know Biggins a little bit more. Now, Biggins, tell us about the years you spent out on the road as a truck driver. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to keep it clean. <laughs> well, uh, I knew I didn't like... Uh, Let's talk about that a little bit real quick, pulp wooden, because I, you know, I, I heard about it growing up, and I remember Jerry Clower talking about pulp wooden, but I never did it, and I don't know exactly what it means, because I was never part of it. So tell us about pulp wooden. A raising like uh, folks like us with pulp wood, I'm trying to say something out here. Uh, instead of your big logs that you look at, pulp wood is what they're going to smash, and, and you're going to make your board or anything else out of it. You know, you press board stuff right. out of it. So didn't matter how big around it was, but we cut off eight-foot chunks. So you put it on the little trucks and stuff. And I've actually loaded a pulp wood truck. You pull up to the side of a hill, and you load with brake poles. Just roll it off, yeah. And, and roll it off on it and load it up and then chain it down and go out. But it's probably some of the hardest work you'll ever run across. Yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, it's hot <laughs> and it's aggravating and it's it's hard work all the time and I knew I didn't really want no part of that. Hardest work I ever did was working tobacco. Uh, tobacco's I'm right there with you. Right, right in there yeah. with it. Yeah, tobacco's right up there with bending <laughs> over yeah. double and walking a mile chopping down tobacco yep. plants while you're bent over at the waist, son. They ain't no more backbreaking work. Uh-huh. But I so really you know. did. The, so you did the pulp wood, and then the other thing was working in the chicken plant. Yeah, yeah, I worked in a chicken plant. So we was putting them together. I was putting equipment in the plants and stuff, and I could handle that, but I could never handle when that thing was running. That's the nastiest place in the world. Yeah, yeah. the trigger trigger warning. That, <laughs> the smell. Yeah. Well, the smell. Yes, I couldn't eat chicken for a long time. I really. Couldn't. Oh, I understand. I wouldn't eat chicken for a long time. But Daddy was a truck driver most of his life. My brothers are truck drivers now, so I'd been in a lot of the trucks and running around. Jumped right in there as a kid and took off with it, and I absolutely loved it. And all this was yeah. in Alabama still, yep. pre-grip. 
stay out there another 20 years doing it, right? 20 years. Uh, and a lot of times it was pretty awesome because uh, my older brother Willie is probably one of the greatest truck drivers to ever be here, you know. And I've got a lot of years on it now, so they can look at what's called your DAC report or our work history and stuff. And about anybody would hire us pretty quick. So me and Willie, we went to a lot of places together and we worked at this job and then we'd move on to another. So it was always me and Willie out running the roads together. And it was absolutely wonderful. And that's where a lot of the comedy got started. We'd have people following us a hundred miles out of route. It's like, <laughs> I can stay up all night listening to you boys. You on know, we'll be back and forth on the CB. Yeah. That's funny. We'll be raising cane back and forth. It was just awesome. <laughs> my daddy, I, I thought that made daddy proud. You know, I was talking earlier. I followed his footsteps. But what I was going to say about him earlier is the first thing that I done that was like a real show in front of people or something, we was in Branson, Missouri sitting out there and me and my wife sitting in our house and I look up, I've told mama and them, you know, it's going on. And I talked to mama about it thinking daddy wasn't, you know, uh, just not embarrassed at me, but disappointed right. in me, you know, doing it. And I'm sitting there and I look up and my 88 year old daddy comes rolling up in the yard from Alabama to Branson, Missouri and sits right there that night. Oh. And I had these little cards. I give out if you come in this place and give them this card, you know, I'd hand them out trying to get people there. You get a free shot glass, whatever. And it has my picture on it and says a little bit of stuff about me and all that. And when Daddy passed, Mama gave me a card holder that Daddy had that was stacked full of my cards. Daddy Aww. passed them out all over Alabama talking about Aww. his son. Uh, he was so proud of me and the things that I'd done. And Daddy told me after that, that night, so now he said, son, don't ever get back in truck. He said, please do this. Please just Dang, continue on. Blessing, this is what yeah. you're supposed to do. And that's why we're here doing this. Because <laughs> Big has got to keep that promise to his daddy. That's right. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, I'm going to tell you what, man. I uh, There's there's nothing better than knowing that your father's proud of you. Yeah. And that really is a great, great feeling. Oh. Um, now, you... Uh, uh, Talking about uh, riding with your brother made me think about an old joke, and I'll I'll put you and Willie <laughs> Willie into the joke just to make it fun. But uh, I said uh, uh, these two fellows went in like you and Willie to go apply for a job driving a truck, and the guy said, uh, "Well, we're gonna have a little test to see, um, you know, how you'd handle different situations. So let's say you're driving in uh, in uh, Minnesota and, a, and an ice storm comes up. What would you do?" And Begging said, well, I'd wake Willie up because Willie knows how to drive on ice better than I do. I said, okay, well, let's say that you're uh, driving out west in Arizona and a sandstorm comes up. What would you do? Begging said, well, I'd wake Willie up because Willie's been driving longer than I have. He knows how to handle, uh, you know, uh, them kinds of things. They said, okay, well, let's say you're in Tennessee and you're coming down Mont Eagle Mountain. And there's an ice storm going on, and there's and and uh, you're you're losing control. Your brakes went out, and you've just passed the runoff ramp, and and you're just heading on down the mountain, and you don't know what to do. What are you going to do? Biggin said, "I'd wake Willie up." They said, "Oh, because Willie knows what to do in that situation." Biggin said, "No, Willie ain't ever seen the kind of wreck we're about to have." <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when you said that about going in together to apply for jobs, I immediately thought of that joke. He, he ain't ever seen a car wreck. We well, got to pulling logs one time, and you know, logs right over, right behind the cab is the heaviest point. You know, yeah. you put the bottom and go up, and you stack them so high on there. And 
Willie's going down the road, behind it, and all of a sudden, the leaf spring on the right side, yeah, it was on the right side, the leaf spring broke. Now, y'all don't know that uh, a leaf spring is the thing that, it's like a shock, trailer. it's yeah. hold the trailer uh, up, it's like a big shock well, absorber. Hold the that whole up. load, he's going, it's just a straight, flat highway, but the whole load shifts over to the right <laughs> yeah. end, and then the other side can't, and it goes left. And when it went way over the left that time, when it come back to the right, Slam. it went the truck and everything. Oh, yeah. Sitting there. And he went, <laughs> he went out down in a ditch. And when he went off in there, it stood the truck back <laughs> up, kind of. Oh, and it come up, and he come out of the ditch and landed in the middle of the road. And I'm back here looking, and there was a state trooper coming. That state trooper locked it down. He got out, and I run up there, and he run up there. And Willie sat there. <laughs> And Jared, they look like Casper, the ghost in there. That, that state trooper ordered, son, that's some best driving I ever seen. <laughs> Willie said, hell, I was in the glove box. I don't know what I'll have. <laughs> 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 he, he, I just laid over the floor. I don't know what I'll have. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the glove box. I don't know what happened. I didn't say that. Log trucks are dangerous. Mr. Clayton. Uh, he won't get in a cab over truck. I don't care if it's a 2021 model and he went and picked it up there. When he pulls that cab over out, he'll take a log chain and put it around the frame and the latches on it. Now I was with his son. Well, he was behind him and he was going up there and he topped a little, it was like a railroad track over hill and the red light truck there. He was going through it. The car went pulling. He got on the brakes real hard. When he did, that whole cab over come up. And he was six inches from the road, upside down, oh. it going down the road like that. And then he finally got it stopped and got off to the side. But he won't get in one. I will never look at a truck like it. that again. I'll never, I'll never. Every Ooh. time I see one now, I'm going to go. Think about it. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that. Driving that driving down the road on the front bumper, <laughs> looking yeah. at the road. Roll, roll, raggy. Roll, roll, raggy. Yeah, this is a bad situation. Uh, I better wake Willie up. He ain't ever seen the kind of wreck we about to have. Now, he didn't wake me up. We about had one like that. We're going into a hurricane, nope. and Willie's pulling a set of doubles. He got him. Wiggle pulled. wagon? Yeah. He pulled oh, a wiggle wagon out to there. The bike trailer's empty. And oh, even better. Out, yeah, even better. Even <laughs> better. We took out in this hurricane, and I mean, we're in the middle of it. I'm in a sleeper, and I race up and open the curtain. And Willie's looking over the mirror like this, and I mean, his knuckles are just white. Sitting there, he's gripping that steering wheel hard. And I said, what are you doing, Willie? He said, trying to outrun that back trailer before it kills us all. And I looked, and that trailer was nearly sideways coming down the road oh. with us out there. Woo. And Willie was just a mash, you know, going to Is he still driving? Yeah. He still yeah. does it. Now, for those of y'all that don't know what a wiggle wagon is, if you've ever seen a UPS semi going down the road with two trailers behind it that are about half the size of a regular trailer, that's a wiggle oh, wagon. Oh, like a worm. Yeah. yeah. They got, you know, there's all these wonderful terms. The trucking culture is a beautiful culture. They have all these great <laughs> things like, like, uh, what are you hauling? Uh, sailboat fuel. Yeah. That yeah. means you're empty. Yeah. You're, you're hauling sailboat fuel. Never heard yeah. that. Yeah, they've got it. They've yeah, got this whole lexicon. Like flatboard, skateboard, you know, flatboard yeah. and skateboard, a car hauler's parking lot, you yeah, know. Hauling the parking uh, lot, yeah. yeah. Chicken yeah. trucks, rooster cruisers. You go <laughs> well, we're going to take another break for a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back after yeah. this. 
And today's episode is brought to you by coffeeandsugar.com. That's K-A-W-F-E-E-A-N-D-S-U-G-A-R, coffeeandsugar.com. Home of Granny's Hillbilly Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll ever drink. If you use promo code HOLLER at checkout, you'll save 15% off orders of $29 or more. Visit coffeeandsugar.com and tell them the Hillbillies in the Holler sent you. And we're back. We're All back. right. We're back. So let's talk about how it finally happened that Biggins got into comedy. <laughs> well, I uh, wish I wish Boo Boo was here I do to you. be a part of this story. I do but. tell you. I had a, I come up here and I went through an old smoky up there, you know, and uh, as soon as I walked in, Johnny Baker come out there and he said, I don't care if you're looking for a job or not, you're hard. <laughs> I want you on one of these bars. I was like, yes, sir. Uh, I told my wife, I said, we're just going to move here then. I got me a job. Yeah. So I worked it for a couple of days and I was on the bar up front and all of a sudden, this old fella in overhauls kept getting on the stage out there between the bluegrass. The holler, yeah. And he'd start telling jokes and stuff. And I got to watching him. Well, well, I got to asking everybody, who is that? And they was like, that's boo-boo. I said, oh, you I tell him I want to talk to him. I said, I'm hunting him <laughs> out there. Well, I didn't think of how it sounded. <laughs> boo-boo <laughs> told that story. So, so now they're how, telling, so yeah. now boo-boo's here. People go, yeah. have you seen Begging? He goes, who's Begging? They go, he's hunting you. <laughs> oh! Yeah. That's so, funny. Finally, I get a break one day, and he's out there on the thing, and I come out, and he turned around, and he said, I bet you're big. <laughs> and I was like, yes, sir. And he said, well, what can I help you with? I said, I want to do what you do. Oh. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I'm in your hip pocket from here on. I, I want to know what's going on. I want to know how to do this. Make people and laugh. There ain't been no turning back. Well, and I'll tell you from, from, from the other end of that perspective, I know exactly <laughs> what Boo Boo would say if he was here. He said, I didn't spend but about 10 minutes with him, and I knew all I needed to teach him was <laughs> how to hold a microphone, <laughs> so, which is true because for the first little while, making a hold a microphone up here like that, they pray they didn't It's down yeah. by his, it's uh, down by his yeah. hip. He goes, Bacon, hold a microphone up. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hey, Dave, I'm talking. He's telling the big story. Bacon, hold a microphone up. Well, I get excited. He's on the Redneck Comedy Bus Tour all the time now, and he holds that microphone right up by his mouth. Hey, we've, we've learned him how to hold it. So I have a question. Yes, ma'am? Biggins, how did you get that name? Well. <laughs> I mean, it's not obvious, but is it? When I come out, my daddy looked down and went, Dang, that's a big. Oh, so you've always been big. Yep. Oh, I thought that was just like your stage persona. No, it's just like I got a good buddy wow. up. In, I got a good buddy up in Kentucky who's a magician. He performs at the uh, Cane Tuck Territory, and his name is Dinky Gowan. Now that ain't his real name, but that's his nickname. And he's about five foot two, yeah, five, five foot three. So, and I've known him for years. I mean, we're about the same age, and I've known him since we were in our twenties. And I asked him one time. I said. Where did you, when did you pick up the nickname Dinky? And he said, Oh, they've been calling me that since I was a baby. He said, My daddy's best friend was about seven foot tall and 500 pounds, and everybody called him Dinky as a joke. And he died while my mama was carrying me. And when I came out, they started calling me Dinky in honor of him. 
And I said, oh, so you just grew into the name. <laughs> so my brother had a nickname, and he said the first time that our dad called him by his real name, it messed him up. Like He's like, who's, who's he? he always called me Chip, and now he's calling me Jamie. So did yeah. your dad ever do that when he ever call you by your real name? And that's when you get nervous. <laughs> exactly. Because, right? see, like nobody, it, well, my dad growing up, he'd tell him everybody's name, like Daddy was Britches. And and Uncle MC was Uncle Bordy, you know. And everybody had a pea liquor. That was Uncle Mike, and that's from from peanuts. That's you know. a whole other story. They said they call him pea liquor, and so funny. that's what everybody called each other. Nobody called by the real, name. real names. Well, know? we uh, we had a few of those in my family, but not a lot. My great grandfather was really big into giving nicknames. Yeah. He had four children, two daughters and two sons. One of the sons was my grandfather. But he had his oldest daughter, the oldest of the children, her name was Mamie, but he called her Snooty because she was Snooty. Yeah. And she was my old maid aunt. You know, when she yeah. died, she'd never been married, never had, but she was, she took care of all of us, took care of everybody in the family, but she was kind of Snooty and we just always called her Aunt Snooty. Yeah. And then uh, my grandfather, he always called Son. His name was Forrest, but he just called him son. Yeah. He was a junior, but he called him son. And then um, his other sister, she was born like two months premature. And my grand great-grandfather held her in his hand and said, well, she ain't no bigger than a frog. They named her Faye, but her she lived to be in her 80s, and we always called her Aunt Frog. Yeah. And so then there was Uncle Bill, my, the youngest son. And uh, I never heard about his nickname. So years later, when he was in his 90s and all the rest of them were dead, I asked Uncle Bill, I said, what did your, I said, I know your your father was really big on giving all the kids nicknames. I never heard, what was your nickname? Uncle Bill said, Jack. I said, why? He said, no idea. I doubt counting my name though, and I've done this, my daughter, I have no idea where these names come from. <laughs> I don't. My little girl though has always been Bug, or I'll call her Noosey Cow. I don't Noosey know where cow. we got Noosey Cow, but she's my little Noosey Cow. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. And I never say her name. When this last summer, there, she's 13 years old now, and I was doing something. I was working on a truck or something. was outside, and uh, she was there talking to her, and I said, okay, Lily, all right. And and I started, and she hadn't moved. I could see her little feet. I, got, I said, baby, what's wrong? She was standing there nearly in tears. She said, daddy, you called me Lily. She said, what's the matter? Oh, and I said, Buck, baby, come here. <laughs> and I grabbed her. I said, you always be my new cat. I, did, I had 500 things yeah. on my brain. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't mad or anything. Yeah. I just said Lily. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, okay, Lily. Do it. And, and she was about in tears. She was Aww. like, Daddy, you call me Lily. And I'm like, I'm sorry, baby. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, no. we've got eight youngins, but only two of them really have nicknames. There's uh, Boomhauer. We call him that because he told her I got and then we got Salty B. Because she's salty. Because she's salty. She's salty. Her name's Brooke and she's salty. We call her, we call her Salty B because she's a little salty. She told her older sister was making a lot of money waiting tables, and she said, well, maybe I need to get on wait tables and make some money. And we were like, mm, maybe at Dick's Last Resort. Right. <laughs> where, they, where, they, where they pay you to be ugly. Cause uh, she's the kind where you'd go, miss, I need some more water. And she'd be like, "You, we all got problems. <laughs> It's right again. <laughs> Give me some while you're there. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I am so, so happy 
that you found Boo Boo and said, I want to know what you have to do what you do and, and that he, he showed you how to do what we do and, and that you're part of the Hillbillies and the Holler and part of the Redneck Comedy Bus Tour. I'm tell you what, man, we are we've been killing it. We got a bird nest on the ground and life is good. I'm telling you. And to go from that, things that amaze me now, like well, when I had shows and I can't be here, you know, on our show or yeah. we've had to call in and stuff. We was doing it. It's absolutely amazing now to me because I'm still just begging. I'm the guy that, that works all the time or, or goes, does the, you know, and you pull up some of these places and the people that I'm thinking, I wonder if I'll get mad if I ask him for an autograph. They're one of yours. They come flying up. Oh my God, it's begging, man. Can we come hang out with us or get? So you I'm really like, haven't okay. been doing this a long time then. No, ma'am. Three so years. Just, so that just yeah. is the natural. I think. Yeah. yeah. You, you and Boo have done it basically your whole life. Yeah, three yeah, years. Boo and I have been, yeah. Boo Boo and I have known each other since we were 11 or 12. And <clears throat> we've both been entertainers since our teens. He was a gospel singer first before he became a comedian, but I've been a comedian and magician and ventriloquist for 40 years. And, um, but yeah, so we've been doing it all along, but Biggin just came in it and shows you if you got talent, you got it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right. You know, it ain't about time. It's about talent. Yeah. That's good. I never knew that. But, um, well, man, I tell you what, and we're, we're working on a script for a movie and if we get it done, y'all, it's going to be one of the funniest things you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, well. It's going to be awesome. We've got so much fun stuff come up that we've been working on with this and, and who knows, we may write this script to get somebody to produce it, but, uh, if we do, it'll be starring Megan. He's going to be the star of the. He's the he's the hero of the movie, and the rest <laughs> of us are all the. Hero. <laughs> I need a hero. It's Megan, and uh, and the rest of us are the supporting cast. But it's going to be a lot of fun, including the voice of Beulah Dean. Y'all won't ever see her though, because she's she's kind of like Wilson on uh, Home Improvement. You just you don't ever see her; you just hear her. But <laughs> so I'm glad, Beulah Dean. Thank you for joining us tonight. Well, you're welcome. That's been great. Did you hear that sweet Georgia drawl that my baby has? You can always tell a Georgia girl. Can't tell her much. That's right, but you can always tell her. Well, thank you for listening. Follow us on social media. You can follow Biggins at at Moonshiners Life. Follow me at at Meet Buford and follow all of us at at Hillbillies in the Holler. And that's on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all of it. Uh, give us reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts because that's how people find out about this podcast and other people can start listening. Tell your friends. Share this with folks. Uh, please support our sponsors. Thank you for all you do. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions for future uh, episodes, email us at meetbuford at gmail.com. I'm Buford. I'm Bane. And I'm Beulah Dean. Y'all be good to each other. Three bees. <laughs>